art-loving homeschoolers unite. If you've been looking for a place where you can find fun ideas for your homeschool art and introduce your kids to the amazing world of art history, you found it. Grab your coffee and join me, Lotus Stewart, a homeschooling mom of two creative teenagers and the founder of Art History Kids. This is the Homeschool Art Revolution podcast, where each week we'll explore simple yet powerful ideas that will help you to nurture your child's creativity and self-expression. I'm so delighted you're here. Let's dive into this week's chat. If you have been nervous or worried or scared to take your kids to an art museum, that's ending today. I am so excited to share tips and tricks that will make your next museum trip or your first an amazing experience and one that's super inspiring and memorable. I've been taking my kids to art museums since they were babies, and I have experienced wonderful museum trips and ones that were more challenging. So today I'm sharing all of my best tips and tricks in hopes that you will have fewer of the challenging moments and more of the amazing and inspiring moments because seeing art in person is a thousand a million times better than seeing it in a book or on a computer screen. There's just nothing like it. Even, you know, I love Google Arts and Culture website because you can zoom in and you can see all of the cracks in the paint and all of the brush strokes and the details, but it still does not compare to going to a museum and seeing the art in real life with your own eyes and knowing I'm in the presence of something that this amazing artist actually touched and created. So there's just nothing else like it. It's You have to go to the art museum with your kids. It's too amazing not to do. And I get messages all the time from art history kids' families who say, we went to the art museum and even the security guards were like leaning in and interested in the conversations my kids were having about the art because it was so inspiring and they were so into it. Um, I would have never imagined it would have been like that. Or another mom that wrote in and said that when her kids saw the art that we had been studying in the studio membership, they said, oh, it's so nice to actually finally see the art in person that I've been studying for my whole life, which when you are, you know, six, seven, eight, and you've been studying art for a couple of years, That is your whole life. You've been learning about these things your whole life. And when you finally get to experience them for yourself in three-dimensional, like you're there in the room with the art, it is such an epic experience. And kids get so thrilled and inspired by it. Okay, so how do you make this into an amazing experience and not one that ends with people who are not having a good time and never want to go back? Because that's the last thing we want. We want to leave with everyone wanting more so that the next trip can be even more fun than the last one. So number one, check the museum's hours first. Now I have been guilty of this, just wanting to pop in, oh, we're doing running errands, let's go see a couple of paintings, and then forgetting that our museum is closed on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, I don't know why they're randomly closed on Tuesdays, but they are. 
Some museums, they don't open until later in the day. Some close really early. So do check that out and make sure that you know what the hours are and um, plan your trip accordingly. Know if there's some kind of a parking situation you need to be aware of. Just having that um, knowledge going into the day can relieve so much stress and help you to kind of set the tone for this fun day that you're going to have. Okay, I don't know if this is just my kids, but this might help for your kids too. Make sure that everyone has eaten, whether it's that you go right after a mealtime or they have a quick snack before you jump into the car. But taking hungry kids to the museum, number one, they're not gonna be interested in the art because they're hungry. Number two, they're gonna wanna go to the cafe, which, and then after that, it's like, you're that's gonna take up most of the time that you wanna spend there. So having a quick snack or going right after you eat breakfast or lunch is going to do so much to enhance the quality of your visit. And then go with the flow that day. If you've planned a museum trip, but somebody is cranky, somebody is teething, somebody didn't sleep well last night, somebody is upset about something, um, unless you have pre-purchased tickets that you cannot exchange, I would just reschedule for another day. Go on a day when you're going to be able to set yourself up for success and don't just power through because you planned this to be the museum day. Take into account the mood and the energy of the kids that will be with you. And if it seems like it's not going to be a fun day that day, just call it off and reschedule it for another time in the future when everyone seems to be in a better mood. Okay, you definitely don't want to bring much to um, your museum trip, but it can be fun to have a small sketch pad and maybe a few watercolor pencils or just one regular pencil, just something to sketch with to, even if you're not sketching the art, to jot down ideas, to jot down those like aha insights that may come up during your museum trip. And just to have some way of visually recording some of the things that you saw, some of the things that intrigued your kids. If they're really loving like one part of a painting, they can quickly note a few things about it. And it's nice to have the sketchbooks, um, small ones, and a couple pencils. You don't have to bring much. And most museums will limit the size of your bag. So definitely don't pack a lot. But having a couple things can be really fun. And then set yourself and your kids up for success by just kind of reviewing um, beforehand what's expected at the art museum. Because if they're used to going to children's museums where you're welcome to touch everything and there's no kind of limitation on noise levels and running is okay, then this new setting of an art museum might seem like there's a lot of rules and it's not very much fun. But if we reframe it and go in ahead of time, just knowing that these are priceless works of art, so we can't run. And these are people who are really contemplating and considering and thinking about the work, so we can't be loud. And I always, when my kids were little, I would tell them we have to hold hands as we're walking through the museum. So I would have, I have two kids and I have two hands, so we would be holding hands. And that's a good way to make sure that they're not going to get too close or accidentally try to touch something. I'm letting them know ahead of time that those are just the rules of the art museum and it's to protect the art and to make the art experience enjoyable for everyone else there. Most kids are fine with that and there's not too much trouble. And the other great tip is 
Most art museums now, especially the bigger ones, they have a children's area where you are allowed to touch some things and it's okay to be a little bit noisier and they can blow off a little bit of that energy and steam for a few minutes. So knowing ahead of time if your museum has a children's area and what kind of activities are provided there, you can maybe start the day quiet for see one or two paintings, go have a little activity and then maybe see one or two more paintings. And then that's a wonderful, wonderful day. And it didn't feel like your kids were needing to be quiet and still and not touching things for too long of a time. And definitely don't spend too long because for one thing, it can just be exhausting and draining to look at art that much. You can be overwhelmed by all the beauty. Sometimes uh, less is more when you're just looking at one or two key pieces of art. There's so much more memorable. You can really dive in and look at them in a way that if you're trying to see a whole museum's worth of art, you cannot spend that attention and that time. So choosing one or two, whether it's the most famous art of that museum's collection, or if this is one of my favorite things to do, just walk in and let your kids lead you to one or two paintings, whatever they gravitate toward. Those are the ones that you spend time with that day. This is especially great if your museum has a membership you can get or if there's a free day you can go on where you don't feel like, oh my gosh, I've invested all this money in admission tickets and now we're only gonna stay for one or two paintings. But if you know you can go back in a couple of weeks and see a few more, and if you know that the experience for not only your kids, but yourself is going to be so much better because you're not wearing yourself out and trying to fit it all in, because then it's just exhausting and it's more like work. And we want this to be inspiring. And most importantly, we want to leave with them wanting more so that the next time you come back, you can look at more with fresh eyes and all this intrigue and curiosity and wonder and not just be like, oh, another day at the art museum. We want it to be something to look forward to. And the way to do that is to leave maybe even just a few minutes before you think they might be getting ready to leave, to know your kids and know their limits and don't spend too long there. But if you are in a situation where you did invest a lot of money for tickets or you're seeing a special exhibition that is leaving town and you do want to extend your trip a little bit longer that day, a couple of good tips are to, um, in this case, I would visit the snack area. I would visit the cafe and you don't have to get a whole meal there. You can just get, you know, kids can split a muffin or just get something to drink and just have a change of scenery where they are using their hands now. They're allowed to like eat and drink and talk maybe a little bit louder than they were in the museum. And if there's a sculpture garden or an outside element to the place where you are, spend 20 minutes doing that as well. And then go back in and try to see what else you wanted to see before you left that day. And make sure on your way out, you hit the gift shop, even if you don't buy anything. The gift shop is so much fun to get ideas for gifts for holidays or for books that you may not have known about that you can request from your library. But there are some really fun, affordable things. I love to get postcards at the gift shop. They're great for just sticking on the walls to remind you of the wonderful day you had. They're great for putting in your morning basket or your circle time area, whatever you do in the morning if you bring some kind of art element into your day. Postcards are just a really fun memento of your trip that day to the museum. 
And don't be shy when you're there. A lot of times the security guards who hang out in each of the rooms, they know a lot about that art. They spend the whole day there and they're probably at that job because they're interested in art as well. So we have had the best conversations with the security guards who just happen to notice us looking at a piece and they come over and tell us a few fun facts or some really insightful story about that artist. And if you happen to notice that a security guard seems to be particularly friendly, don't be afraid to ask them if they know anything about the art or um, if they have anything interesting that they would like to share about the museum in general. They're usually really, really friendly people. But I do like to make sure that before we learn anything about the art, we look at it first and the kids have a chance to think of their ideas, come up with their ideas, wonder about the art, be intrigued, and really spend time in their own mind with the art before these external knowledge pieces start to come in. So I won't even read the plaque before we look at the art. I'll, we'll stand a ways away, we'll look at the piece, ask your kids some open-ended questions. And then once the conversation is kind of winding down and they feel like they've kind of seen everything they're going to, then you can dive in and then that can start it all up again. Oh my gosh, did you know that when the artist created this, then this was happening in the world or he was or she was in this place at this time when history was also having this kind of amazing thing happening. So you can bring in this new information that will liven up the conversation again and add a new layer to the things that you've already been looking at and thinking about and talking as you initially saw the art. So there you have it. All of this is rounded up in a blog post on the Art History Kids website, which we will link to around this video. I am so excited to hear about your museum day. Please be sure to tag me on Instagram at Art History Kids and let me know what you saw and how your kids liked it and their amazing, insightful comments that they made about the art and then what it inspired them to create once you came home from the museum that day. I cannot wait to hear about your art adventures and be sure to subscribe and share this with your friends and make sure to come back next week for our next episode. And until then, stay inspired.